I'm hurting. Hello and welcome to another episode of D&D Valiant Odyssey. Guys, I'm Aaron, your Dungeon Master for today's adventure. I'm sitting around the table with the Crown Killers. I'm going to start from the other way this time. Over here we have... I'm Tom and I'm playing Mardox Beyond again. And I'm Kyle. I play Jesui. You have a very scared Michael playing Druid. Well, Matt, my name is Matt and I will play Shavi. And today the four of you have met a challenge beyond words. Desperate to try and tame the demon turtle in the bay, the crown killers seek out one of Monfrey's old contacts, Corvindor Kelkis, a mage of questionable sanity. The party decided to use a vessel left to them by Monfrey, riddled with sleeping spell runes, to trap Demos and have him do their will. After following the turtle back to his lair where they found him sleeping, they promptly await for Druid to cast the most important spell of the ugly man's life. The four of you raise your heads above the precipice of this plateau. You can hear the deep inhales and exhales and the only light coming through seems to be from small cracks, not even a foot wide in the roof. They seem to be letting in some of the sun. Gold surrounds you. As does the smell of the ocean. And as you look around where you had climbed from, you can see that the murky water below is full of kelp and seaweed. Seems to be void of all sea creature life other than this. This domain of the apex predator left alone by all. As you are currently stealthed with moments to spare left on the sleep spell, what are you all doing? Xavi's going to put his ring of invisibility on that was gifted to him by Drew. In Thieves Can't, I say grab Avery's leg. You, Mardox, watch <laughs> as your party of four become a party of three. He just shakes his head just like, God. <laughs> I, just, <sighs> I just look at Mardox as Drew's obviously getting the spell prepared and I'm like, is this, uh, is this may get weird. Mm. Drew is almost everything else drowned out around him as he is equally just concentrating, scared, trembling, so many feelings, emotions rushing through him at the moment, knowing what what he's about to do and what's about to happen. And he walks up to be within 60 feet of Deimos and probably the most you've ever seen him concentrate in his entire life, almost like as if something's been building up to, to a, this moment for him. And he stands, stands tall, feet apart, arms out in front. And I think you see his eyes almost gleam with a white shining light as he casts this, you see, you see him cast a spell and that spell is Gaius. And he is attempting to charm and command Deimos Tortuga while he's sleeping. The energy ejects from Drew's body and falls upon the turtle like sprinkling spores of glitter in the sunlight that protrudes through. As it does so, you watch as the dragon turtle snores. I think everyone's hearts have stopped at the moment. Okay. A flippered, clawed arm 
extends out from the gold pile. <sighs> he shakes. You watch his coins begin to fall off his back. His yellow eyes flick open and looks towards you, Drew. Face askews to the side. He exhales. This steam pours around your form. It's warm, almost to the point of boiling hot. Your hair and fur is ruffled, and as it does so, he watches Demos for the moment is still. Drew stares back up at Demos, trying not to show how much he is trembling. And while standing there, he looks at Demos and says, uh, The great, mighty and powerful Demos, you will not harm us. We are the new Crown Corsairs, and we have come to bargain. Not, yeah. not knowing whether the spell has taken effect or not, the command he's obviously trying to get across is us not to be harmed. You watch as this dragon turtle lumbers forward out of the ocean. You can see that he is not as dexterous as he once was, but he lumbers forward all the same. Every footstep he makes just echoes through this entire cavern. So just, we just sort of unlumbers the bad news rifle and just sort of make sure that it's loaded. Definitely loaded. Mardox takes it. Another... (laughs) (laughs) Demos begins moving toward you, Drew. You watch as he steps off his mountain of coins. Not that close, I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) He is about 15 to 20 feet away from you, and as he opens his mouth, you can see within it there seems to be scattered the various parts of ships that he has taken in his time. And you hear a booming voice. A voice that you guys don't understand, but you understand in a broken language that you are just recently learning. The dialect is old, but it says, A bargain. A bargain I have. A bargain not on it. My people like you. And you watch as he expels this smoke just from his mouth as rocks begin to fall from the ceiling. You can see gold begin to tumble from the mountain around you. You can see as well that the kelp below begins to wave and rise and there seems to be a mist that scatters around this area. It's at that point, Drew, you know for a fact that your spell has not taken hold. Fuck. Fuck. (laughs) Fuck. Gary. What I would like you to also do is I would like everybody to roll a constitution saving throw. So 15... A dirty 20. 12. 15 for me. So, you watch as this vapor and smoke begin to emanate around you, and Drew, the heat of it just begins to boil under your skin. You can see that as you breathe it in, there is no other air that you can possibly consume because it's all-encompassing. You take 45 points (laughs) of fire damage. Shavi. I'm hurting. You take 22 points of fire damage. Can I evasion? Mm Mm-hmm. But that's zero. Zero. Mardox. What was your roll? 15. You take 45 points of fire damage. Just sweet, 12. Yeah. You take 45 points of fire damage as this blasting wave of energy moves across you and the cavern begins to shake. You hear the voice again afterwards, close his mouth. You all reeling and burning in pain say, You dare. And we'll roll initiative there. I'm down. (laughs) Fuck. You're down. Yep. Fuck. All right, top of the round. As Demos's rage begins to emanate through this cavern, you also see the water below you, the mist beginning to rise, and the temperature in here also rises as well. 
Shavi, you have first initiative. You are invisible. What would you like to do? We're in the water still. You are just holding on to... You're standing on a uh, precipice that allows you to have your head just above okay. the plateau. And is it the water getting hot or is it the everything getting There's hot? There's mist in this room that seems to be quite hot, but the water below you seems to be getting warm as well. This is a space that seems to be utterly and completely controlled by yeah. the moods of this creature. Mm-hmm. Fuck. I think, well, if, I think if you look over at Drew, you would see that um, Drew wants to wants to flee. Yeah, in his eyes, yeah. you can so see, like, I think fuck, it's time to get out of here. The best idea is it's time to go. <laughs> I'm still tempted to try to think and how I can do that. Talk to Damos to see. I would like to do my little doggy paddle to Jusui. Okay. As you make your way to Jusui, ducking underneath the surface of this plateau and making your way up beside him, you can roll a medicine check to stabilize him and have him not do death saves. 14 plus one is 15. Okay, so how do you stabilize him? You can see his face is blistered, his body seems to be covered in, in wounds, and his armor seems to be pocked with steam marks. And below you is about a 20-foot drop into the water. Mm-hmm. But you had to climb that to get up here. Yeah. So okay. I want to, in that case, I want to grab just Swee, and we're falling backwards to the water. Okay. So you grab Jusui and in a motion of uh, trying to attempt to leave with him, you grab him across the chest and backwards fall. I would like you to roll an acrobatics or athletics check to successfully do so. 14 plus 13. <laughs> That'll fucking do it. For acrobatics. Jeez, yeah. So you fall into the water and as you do, you plunge below the surface and you can see that the kelp-like seaweed that had once uh, tickled you as a uh, a sperm whale on your way through seems to reside through this area. It is warm in here, seems to be increasing in temperature, but for the moment it's bearable. You have your swim speed, which is half your movement speed because you are carrying just sweet. What would you like to do? Throw a grappling hook to the wall to give us access to either in the water or out. Okay. And we're just going to sort of wait. All right. So I'll let you use your action to do that. You're holding just sweet. You used your movement to back off the edge. Uh, you're still invisible, so I will say a grappling hook can be done. So roll a dexterity check. What do I add to that? Your dex. Dex plus five five or 15. 15's enough. So you, from the water, fling this grappling hook up. You hook it onto part of the rock. I'll say that it's probably about 40 feet up onto the wall and it's dangling down into the the water where you are just sitting in the surface of it, holding the weight of yourself and just sway. Wrapped on just sway so he's not going to sink. Okay. If you want to, you can use your bonus action to tether him yeah. if you want. Okay. Done. All right. That brings us to layer actions. Shavi, could you please roll me a strength saving throw? The nat one, but I'm lucky. Oh. Is better. 18 plus one is 19. This kelp, this seaweed begins to grow almost ragefully. And as it does so, you feel it wrap tightening around your legs. It crushes through your armor that you're holding and the boots that you wear. And as it does so, you just sort of slice down as best that you can, cutting it off. But you can see this kelp continues to creep forward towards you. Uh, It seems that if you had not thought quickly to cut it, it would have held you there in place, restraining you. All right, Drew, next initiative, you are up. Wow. (sighs) Shit. (laughs) If ever I was going to have some good rolls and a good turn, it would be now. What I want to do, um, well then, yeah, I'll look at, look up at Deimos again and um, as in, in my best draconic I will try and tell him that uh, 
the bargain you once had with Avery Morgan, the old Crown Corsairs no more. We're here to strike another one and we could use your help. So there's potential for a better bargain than what you once had if you let us live. Otherwise, you're not going to get shit, unfortunately. Uh, roll a persuasion check. <laughs> what is that? A 17 plus I that funny, minus okay. one. So it's a 16. Okay. You feel like as these words have left your mouth, Demos seems to be in a rageful state. Through that, you're not sure if your words have been heard, but you gave it your best draconic shot. At the moment, he seems to still be lumbering towards you, breathing heavily. Damn. All right. Well, with the yeah, the rest of that, then I will still cast Conjure Woodland Beings, and yeah, the, you'll see the eight pixies fly around, and then yeah, you'll see four of them basically dive into the dive down towards the bottom of the water, just above it. And so I will wild shape into a giant snapping turtle. They're going to transform um, you, uh, Shavi, and Mardox into, yeah, basically sperm whales. So that way you guys can get away. And then that'll give you guys opportunity as well to be able to like hold either Jeswe or the other pixies and that in your mouths mm-hmm. sort of thing as we, as we fly. So I'm kind of creating the pixies in maybe a little cluster just above the water as um so that way they're together and then then when it's the pixies turn yeah one will turn shavi into a sperm whale and another will turn mardox into a sperm whale as well so they're ready to swim away if need be and i'm going to remain up there in front of demos after what i've said all right it's at that point it brings us to demos tortuga's turn so demos lumbers forward as he does he opens his mouth and speaks in draconic to you, Drew. He says, This day will teach you to honor a bargain made with Tortuga. Your friends will go. You will pay the price. <laughs> Fuck. For them. If they do not pay afterwards, I will come for them next. And he will attack you three times. Oh, no. Well, I'm definitely fucking dead. <laughs> Bite. Is a 23. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, you take 17 points of damage from the bite. Mm-hmm. The next one is going to be a claw. Ooh. 15. Don't say that. Uh, no, no a 15 won't hit. Okay. That's a very low roll. And then... Oh, that's a natural one. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> as Demos comes towards you, bites down onto your shell, and you watch as it cracks and splinters. You can see the open flesh underneath. You watch then as he goes and slams a claw down into the rocks beside you. You duck into your shell and use that to roll away from the impact and you watch again as a second sweeping blow moves straight across the surface of the rocks in front of you. You duck underneath a pile of rubble and you hear the coins scatter as Demos's last two attacks seem to brush off of you. So I'd like you to roll a concentration check for your spell for the pixies, otherwise they will disappear. What's the roll on the modifier for that? It'll be a constitution saving throw. Constitution. And you took 13 damage, correct? How much did you take? Yeah, 17, I think. Half the damage or 10 if it's lower than half. So you have to beat a 10. 10 as a constitution. (laughs) That was a five for a second there. (laughs) It was looking like it would be a five, but it rolled to a 13 plus five is 18. 18 is definitely a success. Throughout the hits, this damaging strike from the jaws of Demos Tortuga, you are able to maintain the pixies. That is his turn. 
just sweet. You need to roll a death saving throw. No, you, you, you are stable. Got yep. You are stable. Uh, it becomes Mardox Bjornigan's turn. You are a sperm whale beached on the side of the rock. Yeah, I'm just going to have to flippy flop off. All right, you flippy flop off using some of your movement. I'll say you splash belly flop style into the water. On your way down, you mouth all of the pixies and swallow them up. Yeah, I'm getting out. Catch up. All right. Bjorn again. <laughs> He's, uh, in, in whale, he says, um, I'm going to do the Harold Holt. <laughs> <laughs> like Look it. that up if you're not Australian. Look that up. It's at that point. The sperm whale goes through the tunnel that you had previously made your way through escaping. And as you do and you start to hit the cold ocean beyond, you start to feel a little bit of relief. You can see the surface of the ocean above you seems to have become restless once again. You're not in danger at this time. Mm-hmm. That brings us to Sperm Whale Sharvi's turn. Sperm Whale Sharvi. Mouth's just we and uh, fucks off. Mouth's just we doesn't want to leave Drew. Ah, that's fair. Sharvi will pause for a moment, look up at Drew, because Sharvi would never want to leave Drew behind. He thinks to himself that he knows how powerful Drew is and how smart he can be. He's going to swallow Jusui and will put Jusui into his mouth and they're going to move and dash to leave, to swim away as the sperm whale through the entrance of the top. You dive below the surface, following in Mardox's lead. The two sperm whales now breach the surface of the water outside, the waves crashing upon you. Jusui safe inside, Geppetto style. You still have one pixie around you, don't you, Drew? Yep. The small turtle form is dwarfed in comparison by the large Demos Tortuga that stands towering above you. Having just scraped the rocky surface of the plateau you're standing, it seems enraged and infuriated by you. You are the last one left. Your allies seem to have escaped just because you have allowed them to. His lair action, you watch as the water around you begins to bubble, Drew. The steam within this area starts to rise and you hear the sound of water being propelled in your direction. You watch as a geyser begins to shoot towards you. I need you to roll a strength saving throw for me with the turtles. Damn. Uh, yeah, okay, that's not going to be great. Oh, that's a three, so it'll probably fail. This jet hits you directly into the shell, commanded by Demos Tortuga, and you are pushed 30 feet toward him. No damage. Oh, strength plus four, but still only seven, so... Yeah, no, DC was 15. Cool, okay. So you are pushed until you hit him. You actually collide into the top of his uh, his shell frame and fall down directly in front of him. Oh, no. All right, that's the lair action. You'll go. How high did you say the roof was? It's about 120 feet up. Mm, yep, perfect. Good. So then what I'll do is, yeah, Drew will turn back into a human in front of Deimos and, uh, yeah, in his best version of Draconic again. Yeah, so, um, yeah, uh, I understand your frustration. It's uh, too bad. You could have had a better deal than what you currently had. You'll still receive your tithe, but you need to let us all go. And then the, yeah, yeah. Before so, you change, he replies, mm-hmm. he says, The tithe is tripled. You remain. He then says, You think the shores of Mertotiri are safe from me? You think I need you to accumulate wealth 
I keep you alive by my choosing. More will come when you fall. Think, then I would reply, not all of us have fallen. Without us, you'll find you'll get nothing, and we're not helpless ourselves. And at that, I'll jump into the air, and the pixie will turn me into a giant eagle, which has the flight speed of 80 feet, and I'll dash up through the cracks. You will get an attack of opportunity as you move away from him. So you'll get that attack of opportunity as Drew before you are polymorphed or changed. As Drew, damn, he d- Drew doesn't have too much health. So the way this will go is if you use your bonus action to change, because the mm-hmm. pixie goes after you, yep. you have to well, hold was, your action ho- to yeah. dash mm-hmm. away as the eagle. Yep. So, uh, so we'll do it that way. And he will get an attack of opportunity with his claw, 21. That will miss. Oh, <laughs> Holy yeah. fuck. Demos Tortuga swipe across where your form was. The pixie's magic darts above the flipper, hits you directly into the back, and you are transformed into this green feathered beast with an orange beak and orange beard, and just in time for you to miss the swipe completely. Your held dash activates, and you begin to fly 80 feet up into the air. So 80 feet into the air. You look above you. You can see that there is still about 40 feet to go, and the crack that seems to hold your freedom is just narrow enough for you to fit through. Is that your turn? Uh, well, yeah, I can't do anything else. Okay, let me look at some lair actions. This is not good. You are out of range of the blasting current. You are out of range of the entangling kelp. That's helpful. The water will continue to bubble. There is no lair action that can hit you at this point. Uh, well, actually, Demos will go now. So you're 80 feet in the air. We'll see if he gets his steam breath. That'll be the only thing that'll hit you. If this gets a six, he gets it back. Yeah. That is a three. <sighs> then he does not get it back. Oh, oh my, my God. Fucking Jesus. I have never been so fucking on edge in my life. Me either. You. You. <laughs> you watch as the steam within this area starts to encompass Demos Tortuga and you can see it start to well up in his mouth. Doesn't seem to be enough for him to eject a, a steam current in your direction. But as he does so, he can see you beginning to escape. And he says in Draconic... You will see me soon. And it's your turn. I'm so tempted to just drop a eagle shit straight <laughs> on his head. But I know that'll that'll be the, the that'll absolutely be the end of everything and everyone. There's no coming back from that. So Drew hesitates for a second and will not take a shit. And he will fly straight up on out through that crack. As Demos roars, he lets out this terrifying shriek. As he does so, the walls around you that you fly out of begin to crush into one another and you can see you just make the escape out. The last thing that you see is Demos just swatting the pixie and slapping it to the floor uh, as it is his turn. As soon as it does, you feel the magic that was holding you in eagle form begin to dissipate. You begin to fall. As it does so, you watch as the rocky crack you'd fallen through collapses in on itself. It is your turn. You're currently falling at the moment. What would you like to do? I will wild shape into a bird. So tumbling end over end, you watch as Drew begins to plummet back into the hole that he had fallen out of. And at the last second, wings expand once again and you can see him fly off in the distance towards Mediterri.
the sperm whales outside make their way to the shores. Hauling ass. You can see that the storm has definitely subsided, but still rages on. The crabs seem to have gone from the docks, but you can see the mark they had left. The city streets of Mediterranean appear to be ravaged. You can see the carcasses of lots of different crabs full of ballista bolts hitting through their shells. It seems Captain Gail Harrison has commanded the forces thusly. As you make your way in the bay and wait for the spell to eventually wear off, the three of you, Jusui, Shavi, and Mardox, you wake up, Jusui, having been an hour with one HP. You stare up at the sky and you can see a seagull just move straight across your vision. And the last thing that you remember is just being really, really hurt. But you can hear the inhale and exhale of two individuals by your side. Xavi is just, yeah, he's fully broken now. He is done. They crawl up on the beach. Just we by his side and Mardox by his side. He just says, he's gone. We don't know that, We, we had to leave him. He's. We've all seen uh, Drew do a... Uh... Much better and much worse, my friend. I'm sure he's uh, scraped it out of the skin of his teeth, as you say. As I, uh, I'm going to down a potion of healing as well. You don't understand. We had, we wanted to stay, but we had to go. We made the right decision, right? Bruce would have wanted us to go. Just we, you eventually get Shavi to his feet. He just seems to be staring out at the ocean. And I say, uh, my friends, uh, we should probably uh, prepare to defend our home. What's left to defend? Good point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, more meaning what I, I don't care what happens now. As you look over onto the mast of a ship, you can see perched there a green eagle, orange beard. You feel like your eyes are playing tricks on you, Shavi, but then it comes and lands right next to you. Fuck, you're an ugly bird. Unmistakably, you. I had no doubt. <laughs> Drew, <laughs> wild shapes back into a human. There's, uh, there's te- those tears on your face tell me otherwise. No, I'm just still wet from swimming. <laughs> Mardox just sort of bursts forward, grabs um, Drew's hand and says, Bruce, you got a face like a half-sucked mango, mate, but you're a <laughs> bloody ripper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, man. Damos might be pretty tough, but he won't get rid of me that easy. Pretending like I'm I'm, I'm doing all right, and then I sort of almost collapse to one knee like, oh, 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 I'm, I'm pretty hurt, boys. Mardox <laughs> catches him. Come on, mate. Let's go to the pub. <laughs> we have a pretty tough decision to make here. Deimos, <clears throat> before, before I was able to, to barely make it out, he he said he wanted the tire tripled. He also said he wanted me to stay, but I knew that wasn't going to be an option. So do we do we start giving sending more money out there for him? Or do we potentially fortify fortify up and look at look at a fight against a giant dragon turtle i'm just keen for a fight with this dragon turtle he has been sleepy and lazy and getting away with far too much for far too long i think it is time for us to rid the plane of existence of him and what about delnak he's already said he's waiting for us all right with a lot to think about and mardox coaxing you all to the black tide tavern we fade away from the wrecked streets of Mediterranean and the Crankolas. I look over at Mardox and uh, I say, Welcome to the Crankillers. It's a typical day. Mardox is like, Who the fuck are the Crankillers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, I think that makes Drew faint. <laughs>
That's it for this week's episode of D&D Valiant Odyssey. That episode features Kyle as Jaswi, Tom as Mardox, Maddie as Shavi, and Michael as Drew, and myself, Aaron, as the Dungeon Master. If you want to connect with us even further after these episodes, you can join our Instagram. The link to that is in the show notes below. The very next episode of D&D Valiant Odyssey will drop on the 13th of June, and it will follow the path of Drew, who actually goes and joins some of the other players from D&D Valiant Odyssey, and you will get to witness our first ever crossover episode. That's right. Our next episode will feature some of the amazing cast from D&D Valiant Odyssey with everybody's favorite ugly human druid, Drew Ede. So we look forward to that dropping on the 13th of June. Make sure you check your calendars. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, be valiant.